Okay, welcome everyone to the Pat Moriarty Show, uh, episode number 11, I think it is, with Bob DePasquale. So a few things about this episode. Number one, the uh, we had some trouble, I had some trouble recording it. Um, the software kind of glitched out on my end. There was a storm in the Philippines when I was recording it. So my audio isn't very good, and it cut out about halfway through. So you're only going to get half the interview with Bob, unfortunately. So my, my apologies to Bob. But he was a great guest. You guys should go check him out on social, on LinkedIn, on everything. Um, he's got a great message of spreading generosity. And um, I think he's a, a cool guy that everyone should go check out. Um, so here in the Philippines, things have been good. Spirits are up. Surfing's been going well. Um, I've been recovering from just honestly poor health, like sort of the whole time I've been here. So there's that going on. But other than that, um, things are good. I've been getting into uh, pretty good surf shape. So surfing's coming along well. Um, and yeah, so enjoy this episode. Um, go check out Bob and apologies about the audio and the fact that it's only half of an episode. I will improve and make sure it doesn't happen again. So thanks everyone. Okay. Um, welcome to the show, Bob T. Pasquale. Am I saying that correct? Yeah, man, you nailed it. That's you're the, you're one of the only people that's ever done it right. The first time. <laughs> let's go. Nice. Let's go. That's huge. <laughs> um, so I saw uh, a little bit on your LinkedIn um, scrolling down that you spent some time at University of Miami. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, I did. Right on. So I graduated uh, in 21. So always good to connect with uh, a fellow Kane. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Place. It's about this you, man. All about the you. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, very, very special place. So, so uh, always good to, to connect. Yeah, we, I was there, I only went to school there for about, for a year in grad school and uh, mm-hmm. it was a blast, but, um, you know, I've been a fan, you know, of the hurricane since I was a kid living down in South Florida, so. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so to get things started here, I'm wondering if you could just sort of uh, take us through your career path. So graduated, or got a master's at UMiami, and then maybe just touch on some things that you've done throughout your career and what your um, message you're spreading and why you're spreading it. Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, so I graduated from grad school, got my master's in broadcast journalism, working on uh, the TV show and news station there at Miami in 2006. I think I got my master's and uh, I had a blast there. I, I graduated and went right into sports radio. That was my career, or at least where I thought I was going to be. If I wasn't going to be playing sports for a living, I was going to be talking about it. And loved it. Worked there for a couple of years. And I actually got recruited into the financial industry. It's a, it's a really long story on how I got, uh, how the guy recruited me. I actually put him off for a while and ended up calling him back. And I don't even think he expected me to call him back. But I took the job in finance. You know, I loved radio, but there were some questionable things going on, at least I thought, from a financial, like, moral perspective. And um, I couldn't do much of it just being a young kid there working at the radio station. So I said, you know what? If they're messing around with people's money here in radio, in the radio business, I can only imagine what they're doing in the real money business. And so I took that job thinking I was going to go into the belly of the beast and just take down all these, you know, I thought I was going to save the world or something. And uh, come to find Mm -hmm. out, 
you asked about, you know, what I talk about these days and what's important to me. Uh, I talk a lot about radical generosity. And, and the reason why uh, I talk about it is um, I can tell you more about my story and, and my own generosity story. But from a professional perspective, I thought I was going to go into finance, like I said, and find all these bad people. But really, man, what I found out is that there's a really there's a lot of good people in this world, like people that want to be caring and generous and and share what they have, you know, whether that's their money or their resources or food or their house. I mean, people are very, very welcoming. I think the natural human desire is to support other people. And I, I didn't realize that. I, I kind of had a bad view of what I thought people were, I think, after my experience working in radio. And so I found out that a lot of people wanted to be giving generous, kind people. And it's kind of interesting that as you, uh, as we record this on it, it's actually International Kindness Day that as we record this, mm-hmm. which is kind of um, so I, people are naturally like that. The problem is the world tells us that we're not capable, that we need more, that we need more books. We need more courses. We need another self-help resource because we're just not good enough and we need more information so that we can get better. Now, don't take us the wrong way. I absolutely believe in self-improvement and, you know, hitting the grind so that you can make yourself better, whether it's mentally or physically or emotionally. However, that doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing something great right now. and so. I think everyone is capable with their own set of gifts and skills to make the world a better place and to give and be generous to other people right now. That doesn't mean you shouldn't improve, but all those messages telling us that you're not good enough are just not true. And so a lot of the people and families that I helped in my other job before I left the company that I took the job for after I left radio, a lot of those people told me that they they want to be giving generous people, but they didn't feel like they were capable or they were ready yet or they had enough. And I just don't think that's true. So now my message these days is all about giving what you can and what you're capable of and not looking about, not looking at it like I'm not capable of being the next famous person on TV who, you know, gave millions of dollars to a cause, but I'm absolutely capable of doing something in my community or with the people I work with, or if I'm a leader and a business owner or an executive in a company, I can absolutely set the example for the people that I, that work for me. And it's a really, really powerful message that I, I feel like people need to hear. Definitely. Uh, very cool. I like that. I think sort of as I've um, progressed in my like very young career, um, I've realized mm-hmm. that there is this sort of vision uh, of competence in a sense where um, I don't think anybody is qualified for any job in the sense that you don't really learn until you do it. Um, yep. and that's sort of something that, has like motivated me in, in what I'm doing now. And it's like, if you think about any sort of career, any sort of uh, way to get better at something or to like grow into your full potential, um, you sort of have to jump first and then look. Um, you can't, you're not going to have all the tools in your toolbox initially before you start doing any sort of endeavor. And so um, in your case, it's, you know, trying to um, sort of inspire people to be generous and to give back. So yeah, you don't need to be a billionaire to make an impact. You don't need to have it all figured out in order to really start the process of, of giving back, um, which I think is a great message. And so sort of like more specifically, I guess, what is it um, that you help, uh, that you like help people with? And like, how can, I guess, people out there um, sort of either, if, if it's work with you, go to your website or something like that, like how, how can people interact with you? in a way that can help them uh, be more generous. Sure. So, well, there's, there's two things that, that you can do. First of all, so my company, after leaving the financial organization that I worked for for about 12 years, uh, 
two, two, two and a half years ago, my business partner and I left our company and started our own financial firm. So we work with families, uh, mostly business owners is, our, is really our target because I feel like there's a level of complexity there. So if you're looking for financial advice, assistance, helping yourself gather and figure out where you should allocate your resources uh, and, and services to go along with that, uh, initiateimpact.com is our firm. So if you're looking for a, a relationship, business relationship in that sense, I mean, that we're, we're your financial wealth management firm. And then if you're talking about generosity and you're, you're an organization, a group, a team that needs someone to come speak and motivate you guys to be more generous and teach you some of the processes and systems that I've developed to help firms do this well uh, and grow their company by using generosity, uh, then you can go to bobdeepasquale.com and I, I have all my information there. You can also hit me up on the socials uh, at BDEPA, B-D-E-P-A on most platforms and, and I'm, I'm, DMs are always open. So yeah, I would love to uh, have that conversation with people. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. Um, and so I noticed too, um, one of the messages you try and get out there, it's not only financial generosity, mm -hmm. but just generosity with your time. So I'm yep. just curious, something that you do uh, in your time, something you've done in the past that's been very impactful, both for yourself and then the people that you've uh, impacted that haven't been um, financially uh, mm -hmm. oriented, I guess, but more so with your time and uh, things like that. Yeah, so there's two things that come to mind. Uh, there's a, a youth ministry organization I'm involved with called Spoke Folk that I, I, I've been involved with since I was a young person. I do that every summer. I go for 12 days on a biking tour, musical trip with kids, uh, kids, I mean, you know, young adults. And uh, my wife and I are heavily involved there. So check that out. I mean, it's a great opportunity to build relationships with the young people and help them come out, of, step out of their comfort zone a little bit and do some things that are challenging, but they have to work together to do it. Uh, so that's uh, giving of my time there. But to be honest with you, Pat, man, I don't feel like I'm giving time at all. I just I, I love that organization and I have a blast with it. Uh, and and they trust me to lead the trips. I don't know what they're thinking uh, for putting me in charge. Of them, but uh, so I love that. But but another another one that I think so, another organization that I think people may have heard of is called Habitat for Humanity. Uh, they build homes. They try to build adequate housing for people across the globe. And my first ever experience doing this was. Um, I won an award, and not not to not to give myself praise, but I won an award called the Divisional Volunteer of the Year at my previous uh, company, and um, I was so honored to even be considered in that in that space. But part of that winning that award was being sent on a, tr a global what they call a global village trip with Habitat for Humanity, and they sent us to Nicaragua. And I talk about this trip all the time because uh, I've gone on many since and because the, because the first one inspired me to start leading my own. So I, the first time I went, I was just one of the many people from our company. And there are two things that I noticed that are critical to this. And you asked the question about you know volunteering, giving not only of your financial resources, but giving of your time and other things. There's two things that I noticed. Number one is there's a lot of people in the world who are in need and just providing some sweat equity like just going out of your way to help them do something, even if you're not skilled at it. Like you, I go to Habitat for Humanity trip and I help build a home. I have no construction experience. I'm a terrible, I'm not a handyman. I can barely use a screwdriver, but just being there and being a helping hand and helping out the people who actually know what they're doing is such a powerful force because they just need people to, to help them. And so that's number one. I mean, you don't have to be an expert really in any of these areas. You just do, you know, just be, just all you got to do is be willing. Um, and then, and then the second thing that's key that I, I realize is that and this is part of the work I do with organizations. Now, there's really nothing more powerful than serving other people 
that you don't know very well and doing it with other people that you may not know very well. And the reason why I say that is because when you're in a situation where you have to work with someone and there's no other way, there's no other way that you can be successful. Sorry, something fell behind me. There's no other way you can be successful. You have to communicate well with those people. You might have disagreements, you you might have different skills, but you have to work together and it's such a powerful force. And that's why it brings people together. And so that type of volunteerism to me is so meaningful. And um, I had the opportunity to go back to the town that I built a home in uh, a couple of years after my original trip. And the people still remembered me and they still, you know, years later, we barely spoke. I, I, I sp- speak very, very little Spanish. Hablo un poquito español. And they speak like no Spanish, no English, but yet we hit it off. Like it was just the day before that we were hanging out. And then when I went and told the people that I had was on the trip with, who I hadn't seen also in a couple of years, our bonds were just as strong for them as well, too. So you can imagine if you're an organization, and I'm not saying you need to send your people overseas, but you could. But if you do something with each other, that's not work. Like get out of the office, you know, not tell your people to go work on a really hard project together that's going to make money for your company. Tell them to go do something together that's hard for someone else and not for you and not for themselves, but for someone else. And I think it's a really, really powerful force. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, my experience just, um, I'm essentially just like surfing, um, around the world for let's call it mm-hmm. a year until, uh, until sort of my money runs out. That's kind of the plan. Um, what surfing does, it's taken me to just like these places. Like right now I'm in Sierra Gal in the Philippines and you drive through the village here. You drive through the, uh, 